This episode of the Quick Pop Podcast is fueled by Balls Garana Soda. Balls Garana is a highly caffeinated premium soda that is infused with the natural Garana berry for an incredible taste and a super caffeinated kick. Balls has fueled the days and nights of gamers and wrestling fans alike for over 25 years. Balls Garana is available in seven amazing flavors, including Balls Original Soda, Cherry, Root Beer, Orange, Ginger Ale, Cherry Cola, and Balls Zero Sugar. Flavors are offered in the iconic 10-ounce Bumpy Bottle or the sleek 16-ounce can. For a limited time, Balls will offer listeners free shipping on your next order when you purchase at www.balls.com. Use code QUICKPOP at checkout to receive free shipping on your order. Hey, it's me. I'm back. I'm alive. And I am here to bring you all the quick pop news that is the quickest, the poppiest, and the newsiest. And we are here to discuss many things, such as Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, and a little bit of Roman Reigns, but also something that's not Roman Reigns. This is the Quick Pop Podcast. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is I, Ace of Spades card, coming at you live, not from mobile, but here right in the studio. And this is the Quick Pop Podcast. I am joined, as always, by my two stalwart companions, Mr. Ronchi Ron and DJ Jazzy Jake. How are you doing, fellas? You know, I listened to the intro, and I'm trying my best. Like, I haven't listened to the actual intro music in a while, so... Whenever Jake and I are doing, it. yeah, I'm trying to remember more of the uh, the song. That way, whenever you're not on a podcast, I know exactly how <laughs> it goes, and I've been doing very well with it. You, you have. Uh, I think so. Most of what you got, you've got the lead guitar pretty good. Someone needs the, to do the backing rhythm, like those long wails. And, well, uh, that, that's why we have Bad Take Jake with us. That's well, yeah, I, that's what I do, baby. But I just mean like y'all need a y'all need a get together decide who's lead who's rhythm i think uh jake uh, is the uh, rhythm and blues and uh i could take the lead it's not a problem yeah i'll, fair, I'll let ron take the lead i i got the blues in my soul yeah so uh how what have y'all been what y'all been up to lately final fantasy 10 oh really yeah no i've i've been work- like i haven't played it on the ps4 so i'm getting the uh the trophies for that uh oh okay now. cool yeah I have been consumed by Tears of the Kingdom. I've heard every everyone's been playing. Like I went on to Twitch and I saw everyone playing Tears of the Kingdom. I'm like, oh, it must sir, have released. Sir, it it's bad enough where I'm trying to think of a way that I can stream it. Uh huh. Like because I don't have a capture card, so I'm like, yeah, I must show the world. Wait, do you have a regular Switch or do you have like the Switch Mini or Switch? I have Lite? the OLED. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, there's definitely a way that you can stream it. So there is. The best way I've found is you hook it up in like the out of the switch into the input of like an Xbox. Mm-hmm. And then you do the like desktop, like streaming to desktop feature that Xbox has. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now it's on your computer. And so then you stream that. There is a $50 solution to it. It's called like a Genji Shadowcast. And that is what I use to uh, stream. Um, Stream stuff from the console. Believe it or not, even that is a little too expensive for my blood right now. I gotcha. 
Like it sucks. I, I there there are multiple avenues, but like like even technically the Xbox thing doesn't work because I don't have Jacob, an Xbox. Are 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 you aware that there is a game called Zelda uh Tears Tears of the Great Britain? What? Tears no. of the Great Britain? No, yeah. I don't know about Zelda yeah, Tears of the Great Britain. Is it when Zelda goes over to the UK and just makes a bunch of British people cry by insulting them? Well, re- well, remember when like they announced that the title was called Tears of the Kingdom? It was like two, three days oh, after yeah, uh, Queen Elizabeth died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was like, wow, okay, too soon? Uh, I did not make that correlation until this moment. And I, I did. I great. thought it was hilarious. I was like, I know y'all didn't time it like that, but yeah, oh, wow, no. So, like, is uh, you said you've been playing that? Uh, yeah. Like, I basically what it was is I remembered that I had pre-ordered it because it was gotcha. like, oh, by the way, you can start pre-order or your pre-download, and I was like, oh, that's right. And so I downloaded it, and I was like. I tried to play a little bit Breath of the Wild to like get myself into it, and then it, the game came out, and I was just like, "Oh, this See, is amazing!" Like, this is one of the few sequels where they acknowledge what you did before, but they're like, "Yeah, you know, you can't use that in this world." But here's all this other really cool stuff. See, I'm a PlayStation guy, and the last Nintendo system I owned was the GameCube. Um, so I haven't played any of the new Zelda games. The See, ironically. I'm the reverse of that. Like, oh, okay. My my family was a Nintendo family growing up. So, oh, like, no, my family was growing up up until the GameCube. Yeah, I had a GameCube. I had a Wii. I didn't have a Wii U. My my uh, daughter ended up getting a Wii U. Uh, but I had a Wii, and then I think that was right around this point when I became an Xbox boy and got like the 360 and everything. So you've never been an Xbox guy either. I was uh, Nintendo, then I switched to PlayStation. You go I've to college? PlayStation ever since. Did you ever go to college? Or did you go, just go straight into the trade? Oh, no, I went to college. Oh, and you somehow avoided that. Impressive. Avoided, wait, avoided which? Well, you'd think when I was in college. The, the Xbox been, 360 stuff. Well, it's, other people, see, here's the thing. Other people had an Xbox. I just always preferred the games on PlayStation. And I know, Ace, you can crucify me for this i'm not a halo fan well here's the thing i don't when i think of like xbox dude bros i know halo was like a big thing for it but whenever i think xbox dude bros i think uh call of duty and gears of war i did play gears of war like i had friends that had xbox so i played an xbox before you know um i did like gears of war gears of war was the one xbox game that i was like this is pretty fun i got discovered by my entire dorm uh, by playing Halo on my computer, that I, if I haven't ever told you the dorm, the dorm like hero story that I became, remind me to tell you after the podcast. Okay, it was a very strange set of circumstances where I became like actually known to the entire dorm. All right, but anyway, we should uh, do what we came here to do. Yeah, talk about our new merch. Yeah, that's right. I, I went ahead and put up. Put up some of the designs that uh, our good Ron gave us. It's now on our store. I don't know if I've gotten it put onto the new section yet, but you should be able to browse all and see it. And this week, I should be able to get the website. Uh, you know, did we put up my favorite shirt where Ron admits the Wing Eagle title is the greatest? It, there is a shirt with that on there, I believe. That's right, and no other slander at all. It's just Ron admitting that the that the Wing Eagle title is the best. You know I never slander you. You would never slander me. I would me, never Ron. do it. 
Never. You would never. Him, but... Not not a single not a single time have I ever said an ill word about you. That's no, true. You have not never. slandered him. I have that never. Is true. I have never slandered uh, Jacob Derrick Six on a on a Twitter. Now, so what word do y'all want to use instead thing. of slander? <laughs> I don't so what, what word are we you are we using here? Libel. Oh, okay. Un- unkind vernacular. Unkind vernacular. Okay. Ill will, maybe? Ill will? No, I would never I would never wish you ill will. Ah. I would never. You you know me better than that, Jake. Okay, let's go to the next segment. This is just feeling a whole <laughs> lot like some bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> Ace hit 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 the sound effect. Hit the sound effect. What's coming up? Oh, I think you know. It's a quick pop, yeah. quick minute. I'm waiting for. Where was the explosion? Okay, okay. Ace, that was cool. That was Ace, cool. I love the that you made this feel like Ron is a newscaster. And whenever we go back to doing live, I need Ron for this segment to put on a sports Just coat. Slap on a oh, sports yeah. coat. Oh, yeah. Yes. But, however, I there mean, needs to be an there explosion. Ne- there needs to be okay. the explosion. It needs to specifically be Jake's explosion. So I got this <laughs> going like very last minute. I had not had the time to add the explosion. So right, that no, was next, just like next week, the we one. Got it. Next we week. Got it. No, it's still, next hey, week. still fancy. Still fancy. Yeah, so no, everyone, it was great. You know what? Actually, play, imagine play, play Ron it again. in a sports coat. Okay, now play it again, and I'm just going to go straight into the quick pop quick minute. As we know, the Quick Pop Quick Minute is designed to get out the wrestling news that we aren't primarily covering in this current episode. So one of the first things that we're talking about is WWE's Pat McAfee getting Disney money. Uh, he just he just signed a very lucrative deal with ESPN, and of course ESPN is owned by Disney. The mouse himself, Mickey Mouse, uh, he is getting released from his current contract with FanDuel, which is four years and, hundred, I believe, $130 million dollars. Uh, like a year, but now he is getting some really, really sweet Disney money. AEW's Fight Forever release date is coming soon. Uh, right now, people on um, I believe Xbox Series X or the Xbox, yes, the, whatever the, the Xbox the series, series X, yeah, the, series the Series X, uh, they are able to uh pre-download uh AEW's Fight Forever. So we might see a release date coming soon. Keep an eye out and for I'll, that. And I gotta say about that, this is. Uh, this is cool because like i am excited to see this launch i probably won't get it launch day because i want to see uh like how it looks and how it plays before i jump on it because uh, it'd be the same way that i would have treated 2k20 or whatever uh, but i will say this i have not seen a lot of marketing for this uh, i see it every day well i almost virtually see it every day because i I've consume aew content like crazy I, was I mean, when I'm looking at, about it, let me clarify in the wrestling world, there's plenty, but like for a general public stance of it, I haven't really seen it advertised hard. Like I know they're really targeting the wrestling fans as they should, but I feel like I see like, for example, like the WWE 2K series way more also outside of wrestling spheres. 
Oh, have you been to a GameStop recently? They have like the uh, the pre order cases out. They they group up uh, all the AEW figures that they hold, even little little smashums like the old school ones with like Ron, the pillow buddies. Ron, even when I still had a console, I can't remember the last time I went into a GameStop. I mean, they 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 sell more collectibles than they do games. Uh, digital areas coming. Okay. Um, also, on top of other news, Matt Jackson's bicep uh, is currently getting better. He was on a recent episode of Being the Elite where he is talking about his bicep injury and he is planning to be back in the ring. Uh, however, Liv Morgan was recently injured and was taking uh, was taken off the card for uh, Monday Night Raw on Monday, this recent Monday. So we're hoping that both of those have a speedy recovery. Uh, Rollins and Styles at Night of Champions is going to happen for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Rollins and Styles both fought valiantly in their um, in their bouts, and both of them will collide together again. A uh, recent photo was released of both Tyler Black and AJ Styles back in their old indie days. So this is going to be a definite match to watch but there is a a certain wrestler that is possibly going to be hanging it up soon one uh john felix anthony cena is talking about retirement as we know that there was a little bit of audio going on between cody rhodes and john cena whenever john cena introduced cody rhodes on a monday night raw where cody was asking hey i want to go ahead and wrestle you and john cena's i don't know how much i have left in me so john cena may be fully transitioning to a Hollywood role with uh, such things as the Fast and Furious franchise and the hit HBO Max series Peacemaker. And that is your Quick Pop, Quick Minute. You know, we hate to see it. We hate to see John Cena uh, uh, I was hang it up. About to say, do you yeah. think? Oh wait, do you think he is saying that he is done, or do you think well, he is saying I only have a few matches left? I think he well, only has a few matches left. Yeah, he in definitely him. only has a few left. Yeah. Um, but think like just think about the. I know that eventually yeah. we're going to have a podcast yeah. where we talk about the legacy of one John Felix Anthony Cena about his 16 world title reigns being tied, uh, apparently for uh most in WWE history alongside the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Um, even though Ric Flair has definitely more than 20. Yeah, yeah, um, we don't talk yeah. about that. But but John Cena, John Cena, the world's champion of the world is thinking about hanging it up. Well, like, just think about all those, was, all the titles that John Cena got. They asked him if he missed wrestling and he was like, uh, I'd love to still do it, but my body can't do like, just can't keep up anymore. Now that he uh, learned the, the Chinese, uh, thunder lightning fist, uh, it has been, uh, part of, um, I think it's been sapping his energy. It, the lightning fist became way think- too strong for him to, to have. I think he really just, and I and I can respect this, like because n- not everyone can be the Undertaker, and so I think he's looking at that, going like, I don't ever want to get to that point where it takes me a year to get ready for a match. He doesn't want to have a bad match with Goldberg. He doesn't want to get in the ring with <laughs> Goldberg. He yeah, he knows that if he says like, "Oh, I'm going to be retiring soon," yeah, 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 he's going to yeah. be like, "I got somebody you can fight. I don't think you guys have ever fought. You fought at Saudi." Wait, 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 wait. You're doing the Vince impression. I want to know your Triple H impression. 
Well, uh, John Cena, uh, we're gonna put you into a match, uh, just so you know, uh, with Goldberg. uh, Whenever I think Triple H, I just think of like really low monotone. Like he doesn't really make. You gotta give. You gotta give the uh. You gotta. Yeah, you have to. You have to. uh, 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 You have to sit there and uh, okay. Let's see. uh, Cena versus Goldberg. That's what you want, Ron. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This Sunday. It's John Cena versus Goldberg in a hell in a cell. Wait, <laughs> you went like you were actually the Saudi promoter there right at the end. Yeah. Not Triple H. You I know, like, it was Triple H. Triple H is saying what Saudi wants. Triple H is saying what Saudi wants. John Cena comes back uh, from retirement. Uh, <laughs> In the Crown Jewel in maybe Riyadh, him and, uh, Saudi Arabia. Maybe him and Goldberg at WrestleMania. Maybe him and Braun Strowman's former tag team partner Michael can like team up. And... Oh, you mean Nicholas? Nicholas, that's who it was. Yeah, I can I never forget like... Nicholas. I watched Nicholas, that. I Nicholas watched that live with my Cena own eyes. John Goldberg. Goldberg kills them both. Goldberg retires. Now John Goldberg just kills the kid and is arrested on the spot. Um, and everyone's yeah. just like, okay. Uh, remember, here at the Quick Pop Podcast, we do not like kids. Well, that's not entirely true. We we absolutely despise kids. If you yeah. bring your yeah. kid to a show and that kid is holding a championship belt, best believe I'm going to beat him. And I'm going to no. take his belt. I once showed we Ron at Quick Newborn Pop Baby. Podcast do not like kids. I want kids show... are bad. Kids are sh- horrible. I once show, showed Ron a newborn baby. He said that's that's ugly and punched it in the face. And you know what? I just dropped the kid on the floor because Ron was right. I was right. You know why we don't have uh, merchandise that has a little baby that says "Baby Roads will save us all." Baby Roads cures racism because I don't like kids. I saw a TikTok earlier today. I've got to share with you later because yeah. it was right up this exact alley. What about Baby Roads curing racism or so, uh, just of, like, like beating kids? No, not beating kids. Sort of. Yeah, when you see it, you'll be like, "All right, they okay. listen to us." But yeah, we at Quick anyway, Pop Podcast do not like kids. Now, Ron, my challenge so. to you: try to segue into our next topic uh, based on you want. Yeah, to go ahead. Yo, Ron. Segway. Okay, check. Okay, check this. So, whenever I look at a baby, I always think, "Man, what if that baby could fight in the UFC?" But then I think they already have someone of that of a baby stature fighting in the UFC, as in Hezbollah. Ever seen Hezbollah? Hezbollah is a for, is going to be and i hope they make a new uh ufc like weight division specifically for hezbollah called baby weight and he is going to be the champion of the ufc baby weight champion of the world bruce buffer is gonna say it out loud and new ufc baby weight champion of the world hezbollah and he will have the longest baby reign of all time. But speaking of long baby reigns, are title reigns too long in wrestling? Segway. Wow. Ron, well, normally I would give you grief for it, but like I'm legitimately impressed how you how you managed to like I, I was bring about it up. To I would have not seen the Hasbulla route. Yeah, no, I, I, I had no idea where he was going with that. So I'm just impressed that you didn't just go around the block. 
you ran a marathon. You took every oh, yeah, turn. You, you took every turn away from title reign. You rented you a U-Haul. Yes. And and yes. then brought the U-Haul back. Everyone was like, why did you rent a U-Haul just to take a road trip? And then you were like, it's actually cheaper to rent a U-Haul than an actual van. Yeah, He rented a U-Haul and just threw random people in the back, not furniture, and just drove it around. And everyone's like, why are you using a U-Haul for this? And then I would hush them. I would put my finger on their lips, and I would say, shh, just By wait way, for that it. Is, just that is a real it. life hack if you are like – too cheap to rent a vehicle for like sixty, seventy dollars. Yeah, uh, just rent a U-Haul. It's like twenty bucks a day. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> true. That, true. Yeah. The, real, the, the, the mileage. The here. mileage must be crazy though. Like driving it around. The the gas. The gas mileage is horrible. Well, I'm sure it's not that great. But like, if you get into a town and you're like, I need a car, and they're like, All right, well, for a day of, you're we're gonna have to like rent you Charge for like one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. You just, just go down to the U-Haul, yeah. <laughs> rent it for the day, and they just drive that everywhere. It doesn't look as cool pulling up to the club, oh, but it works. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But there is so my segue. Title Reigns. There's my perfect segue. Let's start the, the music. Title Reigns, guys. So, uh, so I think I helped posit this a little bit. Yeah, uh, but Like, okay, let it first be known. I don't actually have a problem with long title reigns. In fact, there was a period of time where the title hopped around so much where I was like, can we get like a permanent champion for a hot minute? Uh, granted, I wish I hadn't made that wish because now we have Roman Reigns and his coming up on 1,000 day reign. Uh, although, and, and I was reading this because I was doing a little bit of research on the topic of, of like long title reigns. Like for all of the the guff that we give like Roman Reigns, He's not the longest like heavyweight title holder. No, not not uh, not, not no, even no. close. I mean, I mean, for the modern era, possibly yeah, the modern, the modern era, era, yes. Yeah. But like, it's it's weird to think back of like we're sitting here complaining, you know, that he's pushing three years plus of of a reign. Well, he's coming up on uh, uh, Pedro Morales's uh, record, yes. right? Right. But at the same time, it's you start to think back of like. Yeah, but like some of these like older '80s wrestlers, you know, '70s wrestlers, like five, six plus years of just like well, always got the belt. I think the difference between then and now isn't just social media. It's now we have a television show and monthly pay per views. I was about to then, say the 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 show schedule. It it like it was harder to wrap your brain around it because. They may have like four or five matches like a year where they defend it. Well, they they had more. They had the uh, more. more uh, well, what what's the word I'm looking for? They had only four or five, like you said, like big shows, and then it would just be house shows. But the thing is, is because yeah. we didn't have the internet, you would have a month of the same match. It would be like nowadays, it'd be Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, right? And they would do and that. They just match do that over and over again for every city like they went in the Northeast Territories, right? Yeah. And then the next month, that champion would go to a different territory and fight one guy for a month so it's a little different because you have to think of one pay-per-view match now would have equaled a month title reign then because they would have ran that match for at least a month so it i think it is different nowadays and title reigns feel longer now because you see that guy with the title 
every single match. Whereas before, you just knew he was champion, and you're like, oh, he's coming to our town in six months. And you're just like, oh, I hope he's still champion. You know, that was basically what it was. So uh, I went ahead, looked it up, and see uh, who Roman Reigns is going to, like, if he's going to have it more than a 1,000 days. Uh, Pedro Morales is number four yes. uh, with uh, 1,027 days. Uh, the next one that. is another uh, one of uh, Bruno San Martino's uh, reigns at 1,237. Then we have Bob Backlund with 1,470. Hulk Hogan at 1,474. And then another Bruno San Martino reign. And this one's the big one, 2,803 days. So uh, that is the company that Roman Reigns is uh, currently has with the uh, longest reign. So from what I hear, it was either to beat Hogan or to beat that uh, Martinez reign would mean that he would have to be champion past wrestle it was it was either the fall oh, after heard. wrestlemania 40 or the fall after 41 it was one of the I, I heard that that there was some weird like there was some rumor i mean it, you know wrestling rumors are wrestling rumors but someone was saying like oh yeah uh they plan on roman being like champ for uh I don't know, like until WrestleMania, after WrestleMania 41. Yeah, well, because that would be him breaking Hogan's, or beating Hogan's. That would be basically putting him in the top two. I think to beat Hogan's, yes. To beat Hogan's, he would need to do it just after 40. Because if yeah. we're nearing 1,000, to beat then Hogan, it's he would need like, a little over a year and a half around. Yes. To beat Hogan, it would be fall of 2024. To beat. Um, Who'd you say number two was? Uh, number two is uh, Hulk Hogan. Oh, number two's Hogan? Yeah, number two's Hogan. Yeah, number one so is it's, San Martino. Uh, yeah, okay. so it's Morales, I mean, yeah, San Martino, Backlund, Hogan, and then San Martino with yeah, the biggest be, uh, one. Fall of next year, then it would be past 40, fall of next year. Right, 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 right. But so I also have read, um, while we're still just on WWE, that the reason that we are having a long-term Roman reign a long-term Gunther reign, uh, the long-term Uso tag reign, and stuff like that is because they are trying to reset their um, stats with their champions. Because anytime you look up, like, oh, who's the top five um, longest reigning this champion? None of them wrestle for WWE, or they're dead or retired or whatever. And so I've heard that they are trying to do longer reigns so that then when fans look up in the books, it can actually be someone that's wrestling nowadays, someone that they may remember from a few years ago or something of that nature. Um, Right. So that is a business plan. What do you guys think about that? What do you guys think about them trying to – like doing this intentionally to set – the standard to be more modern well just think about it like 20 30 years from now uh whenever we talk about wrestling hopefully um that we're still going to be talking about oh my gosh do you remember that intercontinental championship reign that gunther had or uh one of the best uh women wrestlers on the planet in bianca belair how long uh her reign uh, has been with the uh the raw uh, women's championship or i mean of course we're probably going to talk about roman but um us sitting here talking about uh like bruno san martino bob backland and pedro morales that's exactly 
I think this is the perfect time to do like a nice championship record reset. Because I mean, we or like in our generation, we've already broke the uh, the record a uh, couple times with uh, like Brock Lesnar and CM Punk. Uh, we also broke um, like Demolition's record that was held by the New Day, which was held by the Usos. So, and then we had like a long Becky Lynch run, which she had to vacate because of her pregnancy. So there, there's there's quite a bit uh, of resetting already happening. And I, here's the thing. I miss the days of the transitional champion. I miss the, the last huge transition that we had was probably when Miz stole the money in the bank briefcase from Otis. And he was champion for like two, three days before uh, Bobby Lashley uh, got, got the championship. Um, but I miss transitional champions like that. Cause you, you have all of these, all of these like big names that have a champion, but it usually leads up to another like big, big reign after big reign after big reign. Because you think about Romans, like Bray had the championship for a while, Brock had the championship for however many, uh, how many weeks, months, years, <laughs> whichever. Um, and you know, there should be people like interspersed, like in between them, like the days of rock and mankind trading. And then you have trips trading with, uh, with like the rock and stone cold. And even Jericho was there in the mix. Uh, when Randy, Randy Orton, Batista and Daniel Bryan were, were doing their thing. Even, even like John Cena, John Cena is the perfect example of like, you know, it's a good rain. It doesn't last too long, but it wasn't too short. And, you know, it, it, the, the times where you think about, oh, wow, there's going to be a championship change pretty soon. I'm excited for that. We're no longer excited about, like, the change. We're more so like, oh, when will this when will this uh, reign uh, end? Do we foresee the end right here or probably at the next big four? Or are they going to, like, swerve us? But I just miss the transitional champion. I, I miss it so much. I, I can agree with that, and I don't mind, like, I uh, I agree with you, I like the transitional champion, uh, especially when it's done right. Um, but one other thing is, I, I like a good long title reign, I have no problem with this long Roman title reign. What I do have a problem with, is, or what I think WWE may be doing too much of, is too many. Like we just said, Gunther, long title run. The Usos, we just finished their long title run. Roman long title run. Bianca a long title run. I think if you do too many of these, oh, they're going to be champions for at least a year all at the same time, it can make your product feel boring because then your regular pay-per-views, no one thinks anyone is losing the title. Right. And so it it doesn't necessarily lessen but it less it, it makes the excitement less you need right, to right. have you need to have one or two of the titles not be having these catastrophic long d uh, dominant who, who oh my god who can beat them title reigns all at the same time because it gives no variety to your show mm -hmm. and i also think in roman's case I understand you want to hit a thousand days. Maybe they want him to beat Hogan. So maybe they want him to keep it till fall of next year. But I really do think that Roman has already hit a landmark number. 
And if you want him to break the other number, that's fine. But you need to look around and see if his him hitting whatever number they want him to hit is hurting the product and hurting other people coming up that can be the guy after Roman leaves for something like Hollywood. Well, you know? well, that's why uh, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion is more more so a scapegoat title than yes. it is a an actual champion because you have yes. Roman that's bell guarding both the the Universal and the WWE Champion, so they had to create the WWE uh, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion for people like Seth Rollins and AJ Styles and Edge and everyone and Cody and whoever else. Uh, to get that title because Roman's not going to be letting it go anytime soon. He's yeah. the new, he is the new Brock Lesnar. Like, and take I don't it know. It. We, it's an argument for another day, but three world titles in one company is ridiculous to me, but mm -hmm. I digress. We're not so, talking about that. So let me, let me bring this. Well, actually ACE, what do you got? Uh, With like what, the long yeah. titles and stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah so, yeah. I think I slightly spoke my mind earlier when I was saying along the lines of like, it, it's kind of a double-edged sword where you want long title reigns because, you know, you don't want the title just kind of constantly hopping and not having any like longevity. I mean, I think that's what killed the 24-7 uh, the title mm -hmm. in addition to the fact that it had a really stupid, silly design. Okay. Um, I feel that like if it was... If there was some prestige to actually defending it anywhere, like having like a match or having someone jump you out, like you know how they did the little segments for yeah. for comedy where like uh, Truth like won it from Drake Maverick, right, like, right, right, at his right, wedding and stuff. Like do that out in the field thing, but make it like the old hardcore title where like it wasn't just a little like oh he jumps and punch punch and he pins like. There's the famous one where they like fight in like the ball pit and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff, stuff like that where like they get jumped while they're out, but you know, it's not just like for silly comedy. The point is, I feel like the title jumping around too much, you lose some like legitimacy mm -hmm. to it. On the flip side, though, having it too long makes it one like, the prestige is kind of like lost a little bit because yeah. it's like it's hard to have a prestigious title because the whole thing is like ah now it's you know there's like some legacy behind it and you know if someone else wins it then it has a legacy well that's just it no one else is winning it like at a certain point there's no more legacy there's no more someone else is winning this and it's you know elevating the title at a certain point it's just okay, well, it's not really something attainable. And you also start to run out of credible threats. Right. It, you know, the, the title keeps beating the people that you think are going to take it. You have to somehow build up why suddenly, like, this person that you want to win it could beat him after all the other people that they've beat. Okay. Um, like, for example, uh, AW, Cora Jade. Cool. With the TBS title, uh, you mean Jade Cargill? Jade Cargill, sorry, I, there too many people with, with Jade as a name. Okay, well, you actually bring up something like very, 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 very neat. Uh, so I'm gonna let's do a little little thing. So scale of one to ten, how 
like how invested or how great their uh, championship reign was. Uh, I'm looking up one thing right now. Uh, just one one small little skosh of a moment. If I could, like, uh, I'm trying to find little it. Skosh. The little skosh. Little a little smidgen. <laughs> a little smidgen of a moment. Um, so let's bring this up. Smell. So based. Ba- a schmeckle. Uh, based on the longevity of the rain, based on how often they defended the rain, how believable it was either that they were champion or how believable it was that they don't want to let this champion, this championship reign go because they hire on like cronies or whatnot, or uh, how memorable it was. Let's say on a scale of one to ten, I'm gonna say uh. The 989 and continuing day reign of uh, Roman Reigns. How do you both feel on a scale of one to ten? How uh, how they're how invested? How prestigious uh, this reign is? Um, I'll I'll go right off that early on. I was probably like a solid eight. Like, yeah, yeah. I this head of the table, Roman Reigns domination. It's great that like he's a heel. He's got this heat, but like they're doing him right. And so I was like, yeah, this is great. This is great. Now at this point, it's getting to the point where I can't be invested because I now know that it has nothing to do with his strength and more about reaching some kind of arbitrary milestone. Scale of one to 10. Uh, I'd say an average of a six. Okay. Between early early and late. Jake? Um I would say I'd give the bloodline story a ten. I would give Roman Reigns a seven. And the only reason I say that is I am never a fan of the champion that's like, I will wrestle every three pay per views. You know? Right. Right. Um so that always you have me for a little while, but when you have as long of a reign as he has, and you have, it's like, I've been champion for three years, and I've defended the belt 25 times. Right. Those numbers don't add up, and that makes the reign a little lackluster for me. Okay. So that's what pulls it down, is the fact that the the lack of title defenses so, in the amount of time. So we'll say a 6.5. Because I definitely agree. Uh, him defending the championship like once every three months, not cool. However, the way that it is handled and especially how involved it is with like the bloodline and the legitimacy of that storyline is honestly the reason why it's not like lower for me. So I'll say, yeah, yeah, uh, 6.5 is good. Now uh, let's go on to another uh, long reigning champion. Um AEW's Jade Cargill at 486 and counting. Uh, 1 to 10. 1 to 10? Negative 1. Okay. Yeah, I I wouldn't go that harshly on it, but I I would definitely say like it's a low 2. Maybe the first couple of weeks I was impressed, but like we're getting to the point where it's like, all right, she has a match. Like I'd hate to say that a championship title match was a bathroom break, but hers feel like bathroom breaks the main reason i have a problem with her is this so um she was new to wrestling right so she was getting acclimated while they wanted her to be this big unbeatable person so they made a new title so they gave it to her to make her look 
Like, if you look at Jade Carhill, she looks like the prototype of what you want your wrestling star to be. If you go to creative wrestler right now, you would create her. Like, there's no doubt about it. And so I get you wanted undefeated, you wanted a title, all of this. But here's the problem. When you have a new person that you want to make look like a million bucks, you want to put her in the ring with established talent that knows how to make people look good. Now, she has had matches versus uh, Athena. And versus uh, some other credible wrestlers. However, she's also had half her title defenses against other young new talent. And when you have, oh, hey, you're really good. You're putting it together. Oh, hey, you're really good. You're putting it together. And you put those people in the ring together. Not every time does both of them know how to make the other one look good. They only know how to, oh, I do this move and this move and this and stuff like that. And so I think it's made her matches not as good. So I would actually blame this a little bit more on booking. If you want her to be this undefeatable monster for so many days, you should have had some top talent going after that title so they could have made Jade look better. So I'm going to skew a little bit higher. I would give her a four. And I think mainly it's because she does defend it almost like, like she defends it on TV. She defends it. Uh, on pay-per-views um, some of those are established names like Athena, Mercedes Martinez Taya Valkyrie, Chris Statlander but then you do make the point that sometimes she's just given fodder uh, to pad her to pad her uh, undefeated stats she's supposed to be the the women's Goldberg but the thing about the difference between Cargill and Goldberg is Goldberg was believable even though he was very green in the ring um, he had quick bruising matches, and you're not getting that with Cargill. Sometimes you're getting that, but other times uh, you're getting the technical match. You're getting the the longer like stamina based matches where you definitely see Jade Cargill has weaknesses. She's still very green in the ring, but... and it's the the believability is not there. But I I like that they are building something up, but. Maybe Cargill was not the person to do this with, so that's why I would say that she's a four. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. I just – I think the title reign at this point is more of a hindrance to her than right. a help. Like I would love to see a come-up story with Jade Cargill. Like, yes. like probably in a couple of pay-per-views, I want Cargill to lose that belt to Chris Statlander and yeah. then Cargill come back up and – definitely have that coronation where she is that bitch but unfortunately i mean we're just feeding her uh wrestler after wrestler after wrestler and i really thought taya valkyrie was going to be that and she still may be that uh with um double or nothing coming up but we'll see what happens there but i i would i know you said negative one ace uh oh. you went two I went two. I, I couldn't I, go for full negative. But... I'll, I'll I'll give her a four. Uh, the last one I want to bring up: uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Kazuchika Okada with seven hundred and twenty days as the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Scale of one to ten. Now, are we going off that reign that you're referring we, to? Is the longest reign? Just that reign alone, seven hundred twenty days. So, if I'm not mistaken, was that the reign where he was wrestling Kenny? Or is yes. that the one? That, okay, that's what I thought. Okay, well then, no, I really like that reign. Um, 
be. Uh, you want me to run down uh, the opponents that he had faced? Yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, just to uh, refresh my memory. I think I can remember some so, of them. Yeah. He won against Tetsuya Naito at uh, Dominion in 2016, and then after that, defeats Naomichi uh, Marafuji, Kenny Omega, Minoru Suzuki, Katsuyori Shibata, Bad Luck Fale, Kenny, Ole- Kenny Omega to a time limit draw, Cody, Evil, Tetsuya Naito again, Sonata, uh, Ace of Favorite Wrestler, Zack Saber Jr., Hiroshi Tanahashi, the Ace of New Japan, and then finally a two out of three falls, no time limit, uh, a seven-star match with Kenny Omega to lose the championship. Okay. Oh, I was going to say a seven, but then you reminded me that he beat Zack Sabre Jr., so now it's an eight. <laughs> um, I actually was going to say an eight or a nine. Um, I'll just, just for the sake of this, I'll say eight with Ace. Um, because, so the things for me helping is um, those were incredible matches. All three of those with Kenny were three of my favorite matches probably in recent memories um especially the time limit draw one uh him and cody was awesome i remember watching uh the him uh beat uh naito for the belt that that like these are all great matches these are this is all like your traditional wrestling basically defending champion i'll face anyone i am the best and i will prove it type title reign um uh, the only reason I would say I would make it an eight like ace is it is Japanese style. So whereas you have great matches, you have great builds. The builds are mainly just, Ooh, I want to see those two guys fight. There's not really storyline type builds. There may be history there from past matches, but that's just the way uh, Japan rolls. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you can't really say that there was any type of story that, made things build to more than just the previous match you're building on. Right. Um, however, though, that yeah, it's, 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 it's a top tier. Just I'm going to prove I'm the best by going out every night and beating the best title run. And then Ace, how, you, how do you feel about it? So I, I, well, like I said, I gave it a seven moving up to an eight. Uh, that's one, because he beat Zach Labor Jr. I'm, I'm about that life all day, every day. <laughs> but like, Okada is one of those ones where like, it helps that he's one. He's not a heel that constantly has people to come out and help him win. Yeah. Uh, and it also helps that like, ninety nine percent of the time, if you bust out like a banger, uh, one like you look at any of his matches, and they're almost always bangers. Like very, very few like. Oh, that that he just kind of did that to do that. Like a lot, a lot, a lot of his matches are ones you can like very easily go back and look at. I'm gonna be. So. I'm gonna be this person. Okada's a ten. No, I, there's nothing wrong. The with The only that. reason I, I didn't give him a ten is because I'm not as familiar with his body of work, so I have to speak from just what I know. Right, right, right. So Okada a ten for me is because he put on banger after banger after banger matches. Uh, If you say Okada versus, let's say, Katsuyori Shibata, you already know that Sakura Genesis, that's the one where uh, Shibata does the headbutt that kind of almost retired him. Uh, you you say Okada versus Naito, and you already think of the story about how they wanted uh, Tetsuya Naito to be the chosen one, the star, like the, the... 
the Stardust Genius, but yeah. it didn't happen because everyone was backed under Okada. You think about uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace of New Japan. You already knew that rivalry was going to be there because it, it it always was back and two between back and forth between the two. It yeah. was is it is Okada the savior of New Japan or is Hiroshi Tanahashi still the savior of New Japan? And then immediately, like, you also think about his stable. You think about the Chaos stable, how dominant they were for that era of time, taking on the most popular stable in basically all of wrestling in the Bullet Club. Okada was that boy. And then finally, finally, you mention Okada, you you immediately think of Kenny Omega, the the three matches that he had that were six stars, 6.25 stars, and seven stars, basically wrecking shop on Dave Meltzer's star rating. You had the internet uh, a huge storm because of how big this wrestling match was, the story that went behind Okada and Omega. And then here, here's a little added gift, a little smidgen of, of great, great vibes. Whenever you think of that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, you think of Okada. Okada made that belt. That, that, is, a, that is a champion with longevity. That is a champion. That is a fighting champion, a reigning champion, a defending champion. He is the champion that you want to have on your roster. Okada created, uh, even though that belt has been around for a long, long, long time, Okada made that belt with that championship reign. So I uh, would have no to question. give Okada's reign a 10. Yeah, I I would not argue with you on that one. Um, yeah, out of everyone we've talked about, that is by far the best of the long reigns. And the most yeah. well-deserved of the long reigns. Yeah, the, the, the guy the guy is destined for greatness. Like, whenever Okada finally decides to hang it up, you think he's going to go to Hollywood just like John Cena? Yes. Yes, I do. You do? Yeah. I mean, dude, <laughs> Korean films are huge. He'll just go down to Korea and start making Korean movies. He'll, That's actually true. He'll, yeah. be all, he'll be all over Netflix within five years. He'll, I would love to see Okada on Jackie Netflix. Chan. What if what if Okada was like in the next Sharknado? Oh God, no! Can he please? Are you saying that that Okada can't be in a Sharknado film? Because Seth he Rollins can do was. He wants, but like Seth Rollins was Seth in a Sharknado. Seth Rollins has been in a lot of uh, B movies lately. Yeah. Like, like it, he's doing the thing that Cena did and The Rock did. Like kind he doesn't of just immediately just there. like yeah yeah he doesn't just boom he's a star. They're like. Hey, look, we got this guy. And then, oh, look, it's this guy again. And then they'll be like, all right, starring. I think I think Seth Rollins is going to be the most famous in Hollywood from The Shield because Roman Reigns, he did Hobbs and Shaw. You had uh, Dean Ambrose at the time. He did 12 Rounds, which is actually a really good film. Um, but yeah, and then you had Seth Rollins in Sharknado 4. But, uh, uh, unless Unless he was in something else that I'm not aware of. Uh, Seth Rollins. What else? I, I think he's had like cameos and like in the background or side starring, but like oh, Sharknado was his first. Like, did you see? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm let. 
can we talk about the NFL real quick? Can we talk about the NFL real quick? We we usually do. Go ahead. Seth Rollins. Uh, so you know how sometimes like uh like NFL teams they put out like a schedule release thing. Like either they do like some sort of cute graphic or they have like a full blown uh anime style thing like the say, like the Chargers did. Um, I was about to say like the Chargers. Yeah. No. Seth Rollins was in the Chicago Bears one because he is a huge like Chicago Bears fan. Um, he was part when of their the schedule Chicago release. Bears win when they lose. He hates football. Right, right. No, I actually saw a little stat that says, uh, "Was it the last time a team QB got four thousand yards uh, in a season?" Everyone was listed. Every team was listed except the Chicago Bears because Chicago Bears have never had a four thousand yard uh, uh, passer. Uh, yeah. In the many years that the Chicago Bears have been the Chicago Bears, but Seth Rollins was in uh, their schedule release. Have you ever seen the Bear on Hulu? The Bear, so yeah. good, it so is amazing. Good, it you Ace. If you have not seen the Bear, Jake, does Ace need to see the Bear? Uh, Ace, you need to see the bear. See, Ace, you need to see I, the bear. If I start to tell you what it's about, like just a brief premise, because just the brief premise is, oh, it's a guy. Um, whose uh, brother dies, and so he takes over this restaurant for him, and, and they're just working in a fast food restaurant. You're like, oh, okay. You know what? Okay. Whatever. I have it's seen amazing. clips of – I've seen clips of this because I've seen it on TikTok, and they always call it that. And I'm like, is this just like a like a weird hashtag that they're using for it? But no, I've seen like several clips of it uh, yeah, the writing, on the tickies. The writing on that show is so – There is one so episode good. that I think is an absolute piece of art. Which and one? you'll know, uh, I think it was like episode six or seven, where it was just one big continuous shot. Yeah. Yes. Dude. Yeah. No. Ace, they do you like need, a to, you need to see the bear. Like that. You need to see the bear. Anytime they do something like highly technical like that, it's always going to get high praise out of me because I I can appreciate a good technical. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so he was he was you know dusting out his acting chops, uh, because he was the uh, I believe he he was like the guy in front. He was the one that was taking the orders, uh, for yeah, people, yeah, yeah, like in in the front of the restaurant. So Seth Rollins, you know, was, was dusting it off. Of course, Becky Lynch, uh, probably got some uh, probably got some advice from her because she was in Showtime's Billions and she was also in the Marine Five starring The Miz. And, and Shawn Michaels. Okay, she was also okay, so... in uh, uh, Wakanda Forever. They just took her part out of the movie. So yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, you didn't know about that? No, I, I did not know about Becky Lynch being yeah, in Wakanda a, Forever. There was a, I remember reading a joke saying like they got the most like the whitest Irish girl to be in Wakanda Forever and still cut her. Yeah. No. Wow. Apparently, uh, that was supposed to be her big movie debut, and they cut her. But uh, word is is that Marvel has talked to her and said that like they they want her to come back uh like in another form because they really liked working with her i heard they Tell need a what, new black widow if, there you go well <laughs> it's not that they need a new one it's just they're not gonna bring scarlett johansson's back well now that they have the multiverse they can't they could no they, no no they like have that. yolanda they already have her sister come on you guys we can go into marvel i can i can do marvel we got to talk wrestling <laughs> i was about to say we no, can let's, do that let's as go, well let's I'm go into saying. marvel because uh well, because one he's, big thing he's in a marvel yeah seth rollins is in a marvel what i think uh some uh some it, film or some pictures have come out yeah it's a marvel slash is... wwe uh sort of stint because they're calling it captain america slash the outsider slash new world order 
<laughs> I never really thought of it like that, but I'm glad you have now pointed that out because now I do only see it as like a, gosh, they really miss the WCW days, don't they? Yeah. Um, so Seth Rollins no, is part no, of the New World Hulk Order. The villain, right? Y'all, y'all knew this, right? Hulk Hogan's well, the villain. I, I believe uh, Seth Rollins is playing one of the members of the Serpent Society. That is true. Yes. So uh, yeah, no. I was like, already gonna watch it, but now it's like anytime, like it's almost like seeing like a friend in a movie, even though like oh I don't know Seth Rollins personally, <laughs> but like it's when you see a wrestler, you're like hey, like you have this very like my boy. That's like, that's why I uh, watch uh, Adam Sandler's The Longest Yard because I mean I just love Stone Cold and Kevin Nash in it, oh, even though Goldberg was in there too. But, yeah. Well, Goldberg's just Goldberg is literally playing the Goldberg hammer. in that yeah, movie. Yeah, he was what the jackhammer. He's the hammer. Yeah, he's. He, He's not. Well, yes, he was playing the hammer. He has the jackhammer that nobody wants to get hit with, and it's not the wrestling move. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like you know, bless his heart. Uh, I don't necessarily have anything thing like against yeah. him in that movie. But he wasn't. I mean, I guess technically he was playing a character because he was playing Goldberg. But like, not Goldberg. He wasn't like Stone Cold, where Stone Cold was technically playing a character. And oh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is Kevin like, Nash. Oh, gosh, he, he was funny. He was fun. and Kevin Nash was also in John Wick. Now, real quick, because you brought up the Miz. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Miz has been seen as like the Hollywood Miz and everything like that. Um, absolutely no disrespect to uh, the Marines series. Santa's a little helper too. Santa's okay, fine. Also, Santa's a little helper. You had to remember the Miz. But, like, for all the actual talent I think that the Miz has, does Hollywood just not see it, or do they not care? Because, like I said, no offense to the Marine series and everything, but I feel like, I mean, heck, Seth Rollins is in something more mainstream than the Miz is, and the Miz could absolutely be something. Uh, the the fact that they didn't instacast him for the Mortal Kombat movie as Johnny Cage is a crime. I know, I dude. Mortal Kombat should have had the Miz. Ah, so good. Should have already had the Miz, and then like now that they're doing another one where they're going to introduce Johnny Cage, like it needs to be the he Miz. Is Johnny Cage. Yeah, the Miz. They is got Johnny that guy Cage. from Johnny the Cage Boys. The I can't think of his name right now, but Cole that's Urban. who they cast. Yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm meeting. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't I'm think of his him, name uh, I, in like I, two weeks. I like him as an actor. I don't think he's yeah. good for Johnny Cage, but we'll see. He's not the. He's not Johnny Cage. The Johnny Cage should be literally like the Miz. The, like, the Miz should we, be Johnny Cage. I know we're Cage. biased. I know we're biased, but like the Miz is playing Johnny Cage. He has to play Johnny at Cage. all times. Isn't there like a change.org petition to have Johnny yes, Cage? There's be already the Miz? a change.org yeah. because everyone's like, look, no disrespect to Carl Urban, but come on. Carl Urban doesn't need to be Johnny Cage. Carl, he needs to be uh, like the whole story on Johnny Cage is that he wanted to be a legit fighter, and that's why he answered the Mortal Kombat tournament. Now, the Miz, he wanted to be a legit wrestler, so that's why he got on WWE's Tough Enough. The stories correlate. Johnny Cage ended up being a fantastic champion for Earth Realm in Mortal Kombat. The Miz became a two-time WWE champion. I think the correlation is more than just there. It it is a biography of his life. He has already been playing. Yeah, yeah, he's already been playing Johnny Cage like but I can go I can go said, on on the Miz, but yeah, no. No, you're fine. <laughs> but that's just it. Like does Hollywood just not 
see him? Well, they probably like, see him as like... a reality star because he had a uh, real world. He was on multiple challenges, and then he's on Miss and Misses. Normally, well, a reality a reality star doesn't get on big screen things. Like, think about. I, I just, I you you look at the raw talent that he has, and the fact that he's literally playing like basically a cartoon character, yeah. day in and day out. And you look like again. I, I appreciate the Rock for everything he does. I appreciate Cena for everything he does. But what do they do that the Miz doesn't? I don't know. Be be a uh, fabulous A lister. But what, but that's just it. Like, get, how did they le- become an A lister? They were just like roles. Like they, they were just given roles, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, he's A lister." I don't but know. Then, like every acting thing i've seen the miz in hasn't been great don't get me wrong i want him to be johnny cage well because they just keep basically saying like hey do the marine again i know we tried it once with john cena who is literally the most like marine person i can think of and they were like yeah i know we could have gotten the big jacked up muscle dude again for the marine i've seen i've seen the marine franchise all the way through the miz is not bad he isn't like he isn't like oh, he's not bad. big, 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 but he's not bad. They should at least give him like maybe a supporting role in something or whatnot. A theatrical release of something would be nice. Yes, I would love that for the Miz. Because right now it's it's like not even like straight to DVD. Like the new straight to DVD is straight to streaming. Yeah, no, he he's. He's a uh, straight to straight well, to lifetime. Uh, I would not say the, the new straight to DVD is straight to streaming because streaming movies are better than most straight to DVD movies. Making me <laughs> well, also, know, also how know. did we start a conversation about? Hey, did you know Seth Rollins is in the new Marvel movie? And then it turns into whether or not the Miz is a credible actor. I I just genuinely I'm sorry I just genuinely it's, love well, the Miz. The thing, I love the Miz. We, we know that, Seth, like, I'll tell you what. I know why Seth probably got cast as, like, the villain in that. They are 100% going to have him do a villain laugh because if that that man has a great, like, villainous I laugh. I don't think he is. I think that villain laugh would be too corny, uh, corny for Marvel. I think they wanted a nah. – I think they wanted an oppo- imposing-looking dude that could also, like, do fight scenes. And too I think that's a problem. There is a talking yeah. raccoon in one of their right? franchises. I think There's we can throw, have you seen like, throw away the carny. See Guardians 3 and tell me that talking raccoon doesn't make you cry. Still a talking raccoon. Still a talking raccoon, dude. Just because he gets a character arc does not mean okay. that we have a talking raccoon, a talking you have, tree. You can have a talking raccoon and make it make sense. If you just have this random guy that's like, I'm part of the Serpent Society, he's like, ha, 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 ha. It's like... No, no, no one, no one in any Marvel movie, no one in any superhero movie since the 1980s, except for the Joker, has done like just a random ridiculous laugh. That's just it. We need to bring it all of these. Like, yeah, they're bringing it back. I'm so that's why Captain America: New World Order is setting the pace for a new type of the new wave of uh superhero movies where it's no I'm longer s- serious but it's campy again so that's why Seth i'm Rollins so gone. sick of <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so I'm sorry. sick of you think war Sam and society has changed me and now i'm evil because i just don't like the way that society is treating the general pop no i want some guy who just is literally like enjoying his criminal life. You, you buttered my muffins weird. Let's blow up the world. 
I'm sorry, you think Sam Wilson's Captain America movie is the movie that Marvel is like, let's go back to the campy days? You think the Captain America that's built upon racial intolerance and is built upon, like, socioeconomic now, did, hold on. trends we have and the racial, racial trends again? And it's oh, going to be right, that? In the old days. And it's going to be that. I heard okay. Cody Rhodes' baby is going to be in that movie then. No, he 100% is. She 100% is. <laughs> that's, who the, that's who the protagonist yeah. is. <laughs> baby Rhodes? <laughs> yeah. Baby Captain Rhodes. America has it's to new save Captain Baby America. Rhodes. New world starting order. Baby Rhodes on her quest to uh, to stop racial injustice and become Mrs. America. Stop. She already has. It's just a movie about her doing it. I mean, she hasn't <laughs> already. We, we, we gotta move on. We could go. Was, we could go forever this, on this. I we was gotta, trying to get go. us off this, and y'all pulled me back in. Okay, so, okay. So the the voice, like Seth Rollins, has a carny laugh. Let's just throw ahead. Let's go ahead. Throw that out there. He has a carny laugh. Ace wants to hear the carny laugh. I want to hear the carny laugh. Jake, why don't you want to be a carny piece of you know? stuff <laughs> why don't i want to be a carny piece of stuff because carny pieces of stuff are the worst stuff. people in the world they'll stab you in the back hell they'll even stab you in your face with they a screwdriver i they hate the... you don Callis. that's don my Callis moment of the week of... that's my moment of the week uh okay hey, so match. on the that the match was great. That ma- that oh my god, the V trigger into the cage, dude. Okay, okay, Tops. Uh, yes, no, we're gonna stop. Pause right there. I ha- we have to discuss this for at least one more hour, guys. Okay, um, is is this well, is this your match hour, of the week? Is like, this your match of the this week? This is my match of the week. By this far. is my mo- this is the moment of the week for me. Also, okay, so, I guess slash match of the week. Ace, was this your moment or slash match of the week? I I have to be completely honest. You guys are aware. Uh, this last week was. A nightmare. Uh, it was a mess. Uh, I watched, like, I watched last night, sort of. Uh-huh. Uh, so I could, I unfortunately cannot actually give you anything because my only like knowledge of wrestling that went down is like Twitter posts and what I watched last night. I have not really consumed wrestling since the last time you've heard from me. Uh, you'll be, you'll be back. You'll be back. Oh, I know I will. Yeah. It's, you, y'all know the, the last week was. Uh, oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, so, now that now that you know you've been uh, future endeavored by WWE, uh, how do you get future? Contract. How do you get future endeavored? I'm out of that. Con- from I'm out of that. Contract. From like like that was a main event. That was a temp. Ace Ace, how do you get future endeavored on your day off? I didn't think that was, that was a rumor. <laughs> that was a rumor. I let the contract lapse. They thought that everyone was like, "Oh, you must be done with the company." And oh, we could definitely we could definitely talk about that soon. Anyway, but, uh, no, I want to talk about this match. Yeah, um, let's talk about this match. AEW <laughs> gets a bunch of crap throughout the years. Exploding barbed wire, you know, that gimmick looked bad. Jericho th- uh, getting thrown off the cage. The, the crash pad kind of showed. That breaking of the cage was seamless, was great. Like, that spot was so, so good. I thought that Kenny Omega racked himself on the cage. I, I didn't think he racked himself. I thought he may have messed up his knee because he, like, he, like his, uh, 
it, uh, it went a different way, yeah. I think he it v- like triggered it. with his right leg, so I think it was his left leg. Whichever leg didn't V-trigger, tr- like, literally got caught in the ra- railing where the cage broke, and I, I thought he messed up his knee. I yeah. was really worried that he may have legitimately messed up his knee. Let's see. They they brought out a bag of shattered glass. They had yep. the barbed wire chairs. Yep. Uh, it was... It was gnarly. It Dude, was it was a and, bloody match. And Moxley, when he took like the first few hits off that barbed wire bat, bat or not bat, uh, chair, like dude, his back was showing it. It was brutal. No, it when he when match. Kenny stomped, double stomped on the chair, yeah. and that chair slid on Moxley's back. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I cringed. I cringed so dude, hard. Yes. Uh, it was so funny because uh, my wife was like, she usually just sits by me when I'm watching that on Wednesdays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, but like she was looking up during parts of that match, and she saw that spot and saw that chair slid on his back, and just looked at me and goes, "And you enjoyed this?" And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. I, was, I was like, "No." And she's like, "That really had to hurt." I was like, "Oh no, that probably really, really didn't." She's like, "And you enjoy watching people do this to each other?" I was like, "I guess, yeah." Yeah, no, it it was definitely a bloody match. It was um, a great match, fantastic I, match. I think that entire AEW episode was great. Was my whatever you want to call of the week. Um yeah. from start to finish, um those matches were all really really good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That main event super delivered on a show that you easily could have called some of the other matches. Oh, well that was match of the night. Oh, well that was match of the night, you know. Um, no, that the, the cage match was was everything that it needed to be, and they gave it a good amount of time too. Yes, they did. Like Kenny and Moxley reminded everyone that's like, yeah, keep in mind when we're in the ring together, we don't miss. Right. Oh, and then the the moment at the end, yeah. the moment at the end with that carny piece of crap, Don Callis. You know who really sold that moment for me? Who? Brian Danielson. Yes, they when they they showed him on commentary and he just has his mouth like wide open like he didn't know maybe he genuinely didn't know that that was going to happen, but that sold it for me just Brian Danielson's reaction to Don Callis taking a screwdriver and impaling the young Kenneth Kenneth Omega Kenneth Jerome Omega right in the forehead and causing causing John Moxley to win that match. That was, oh my god, Oil of Olay. That brilliant. Let me ask you brilliant. this, Ron. I think we've talked yeah, yeah, about yeah, this yeah, before yeah. on the podcast. Do you think Don Callis will join the BCC? I do not know. I genuinely don't know. Uh, in this latest episode of Being the Elite, uh, Kenny had been like very, very keen about that screwdriver that was being used. So... There might be there might be a story where Don Callis is with the BCC, but I don't I don't want to see Don Callis in the BCC. I want Don Callis to have his own like story uh, against really? like Kenny Omega. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you you want this to sprawl out that they're doing the BCC? There is there is a invisible hand faction that's going to come oh. soon. See, I'm thinking what's going to happen is. At double or nothing, they're going to bring back Anarchy in the Arena. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the Bucks, uh, Kenny, and Paige versus BCC. And yeah. I say BCC will win that match because Takeshita will come out and join the BCC. Uh, 
and I don't Don, want Takeshita to do that. And Don Callis and Takeshita will join the BCC, and then this summer they will need help, and they will get help in the form of Kodo Abushi. Oh gosh, I hope your booking comes true. And I, then we will I, get blood and guts. I know, I know, I don't say it often, them. but Jake, when you hit, oh gosh, gosh, heck it, you, you freaking hit. That's that's what I'm thinking will happen, and I think we're going to lead to blood and guts. Blood and guts will either be a special dynamite, or they may say blood and guts and try to do it in Wembley. Gosh, heck it, shoot, dang, shoot, dang, gosh, gee golly, gosh. Shoot, you were just on it. Jake, you're just on it. Ron, I love when you really like my ideas, but also the way you express really liking my ideas. If I'm a listener to this podcast, I'm I, literally I, like fist pumping. I'm like, God. You know, I, I, know, I know you're literally excited, but if I'm a listener to this podcast, it's like this is my first or second uh, time listening. I'm like, I'd be thinking, is he making fun of him or does he really like that booking idea? <laughs> No, my vocabulary would be a lot worse, but I have to do it for for the kids that are listening to this. Gosh, dang, I do for not For the kids like the that kids. you do not like. For the kids I do not like, I have to censor my mouth. So oh, gosh, gosh, dang, heck, shoot, frick. I love that idea, Jake. So just to let everyone know, me and Ace, we love the kids. Kids buy our merch. Kids uh, wear our t-shirts, our hats. Uh, we'll come give you hugs. We love you, kids. I don't want any of these stupid ass kids wearing any of my stuff. That's mean. <laughs> but we do have stuff. You, uh, you, it's you, available you, you at know, the Quick Pop. Uh, Ace, was it Quick Pop site? You do know that Quick Ace Pop has Ace has children. Ace more than likely probably has bought young youth uh, versions of our T-shirts and hats for his children. You don't want his, how come I've how come I, how come I've never want. seen his children wearing our merch on you, his tw- on his Twitter account you, at Ace of Spades card. You don't want Ace's children to wear interests. our merch. How dare you, sir? How dare you deny Ace's children the joy of wearing our merch? I'm not de- also, I'm not denying I'm, them uh, uh, Ace's kids of wearing our merch. I just haven't drawn anything that looks like. Looks like PJ mask, but it's it's a whole bunch of Rey Mysterio masks. I've not done it yet. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done Paw Patrol with the big boss man. I haven't done it yet. Okay, Ron, I think you're on to something here. Don't, because now I'm going to have to draw it. You have to draw Paw Patrol with the big boss man and find out whoever the bad guy is. I don't watch Paw Patrol and make it the repo man. Uh, Ace, <laughs> who's the bad guy in Paw Patrol? It's the uh, the mayor, one of the Mayor McCheese. Name. No, it's not Mayor McCheese. Okay, draw uh, Mayor McCheese as, as the Repo Man. Well, isn't that just yes? Isn't that just a hamburger? It's a Repo Man. That's just yeah, yeah, pretty much. Humdinger, that's his name. Ah, oh, good old Mayor Humdinger. Mayor Paw Humdinger. Paw His name yes. is Mayor Humdinger. Humdinger. Yes, for, and the sad part is, first name Mayor, last name Humdinger. <laughs> so Mayor Mayor Humdinger. He is the mayor of a nearby town where they ha- he has cats as a, his Paw Patrol, but they don't actually save people because they're cats. 
Oh, is this what I have to look forward show, to? Because this show is uh, no, just don't watch it. There's don't, better don't, shows. Yeah, no, no, just just have just have your kids watch like Mucha Lucha. Turn on Bluey. No, turn on Bluey. No, no, Mucha Lucha. Get them there's, started on wrestling there's early. No, there's no dumb villains to worry about. It's it's very wholesome. What was that show on on Fox Kids like? Uh, muscle Muscle Man. Sonic X. No, not so- oh Sonic X was really good. Um, good. Uh, <laughs> I love how Major you were like, ready to be like no, and then you were like, wait, dude, I on, love Sonic. <laughs> I love Sonic the Hedgehog. I've never seen any of the movies. Oh, I've watched the first one. First one's really good. It has the Miz in Second it. One. <laughs> Second one's good too. Second one's good too. It has Seth Rollins and he does his laugh. <laughs> no, but now I want that. I think I think we're done. We're yeah, we're done. We're done. We've we're so far off track that it's not even like we we, we just found out that anymore. you religiously watch uh watch Paw Patrol. Like I do not. Okay, clarification. I do not religiously watch Paw Patrol. However, there was a period of time where uh it was like the mainstay like thing. You in watch the house. Paw Patrol. You watch PJ Mask. You I don't you watch, watch actually the no mask. We've, we've, you watch we've cat, never done cat in the hat. We've we've never done well, we've never you done that either. We've never done we were never you watch cat we dog. Never, everyone should watch cat dog. That's beside the Watch the Angry Beavers. Beavers. Yeah, two Angry Beavers. Oh yeah, definitely get them to get get them definitely watching Ren and Stimpy. Angry Beavers was Angry Beavers was just like child friendly Ren and Stimpy. All real yeah, monsters. Very true. Yeah. All real monsters is good. Oblina, hey, Ickis and Crumb. Oh, Hey Arnold was a good one too. Doug. Oh yeah. Sometimes I talk about Mr. Dink, but Mr. Dink, he he's not as he's not what you think. <laughs> I we gotta stop this before I start doing the Dink impression. Okay, Ron, Ron, Ron give, give him, give him, give him our socials. Okay, so if you want to hear about us talking about Doug, you can visit Ace at Ace of Spades Card on Twitter. You can visit Jake at Jacob Derek Six on Twitter, or you can visit me, Raunchy at i dot am dot Raunchy on Instagram. I'm not on I'm not on Twitter. Don't look for me on Twitter because I am definitely not there. And if you do find someone that's there, um. Do don't definitely don't go through the images because that's not good. That's not good. But if you want to get in contact with us, Quick Pop, you could go ahead and visit our Twitter at Quick Popcast. Visit our Instagram at Quick Popcast. You can visit our Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast and check out any other form of social media. Check out our website. Uh, go ahead, give us that five star rating. Leave a review, like, comment, subscribe, share all that good stuff for uh, Quick Pop Podcast. But also, this podcast is sponsored by Balls Corona Original Soda. Get that great mouthfeel. It feels really good. Go to balls.com, enter the code uh, QUICKPOP for free shipping on your Balls Corona Original Soda. All that stuff. But yeah, that's it. That's the Quick Pop Podcast. Now we're done. Now I now I know that we're going to have actual music, and Jake and I are just probably going to sing it anyway. So here we go. <laughs> Mayor Humdinger coming to Mayor Humdinger Mayor Humdinger We're all Paw Patrol We're all Paw Patrol We're all Paw Patrol Paw Patrol We're all Paw Patrol Got the Paw Patrol So good Mayor Humdinger got the thinking people Humdinger is a very inappropriate word.
Papachaw is a Canadian computer animated television show created by Chief Kuffman and produced by Spin Master Entertainment with information provided. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today.